Rooster Tail Talk, a podcast dedicated to everything related to the sport we all love, hydroplane racing. I'm your host, David Newton, and it's time once again, so sit back, relax, and welcome to Rooster Tail Talk. It is June 22nd, 2022, and this is episode 87. Well, it is officially summer. Summertime is official. June 21st was the first day, but I don't know if that's really the first day of summer because this weekend is unlimited racing. Unlimited racing is back. The exhibition runs are behind us. The first race of the 2022 H1 season is finally here. It starts off in Gunnersville, Alabama this weekend, and then the following weekend, July 1st through the 3rd, they're over in Madison, Indiana. End of July, July 29th through the 31st in Tri-Cities. Then the following weekend, August 5th through 7th in Seattle. And then the, the final race of the season, September 16th through 18th over in San Diego, Mission Bay, for our short five-race season. But the season is upon us. So hopefully you're as excited as I am because there's some pretty cool stuff on the agenda for this year. I think H1's trying some different things. And I know we're going to see some good racing this year. The first race this weekend, they're starting off with the Gold Cup. It's exciting that it's going to be outside of Madison. Madison has held the Gold Cup for a few years now. And they're starting the season off with the Gold Cup, like NASCAR starting off with their Daytona 500. So it's going to be interesting to see, because I know some teams have tested pretty extensively this offseason, and they're showing signs they're ready. Some teams haven't gotten a chance to be on the water yet. And it's going to be an interesting mix to see how it's going to lay out this weekend. Originally, this was going to be a two-day event, but with the Gold Cup, there is four heats of racing with that final heat on Sunday. They're going to have two heats Saturday, two heats on Sunday, and that's a lot to do with addition of qualifying and testing to do in two days. H1 earlier in the week announced that because of the time constraints for qualifying and testing and racing, they're actually not going to have qualifying this year for the Gold Cup. So... As a fan, that's kind of a bummer to see. There's not going to be qualifying. But hopefully that means there's more opportunities for the boats to be on the water because they're going to have testing on Friday now instead of just Saturday morning. Um, so they'll have testing Friday. They'll have testing on Saturday. The boats do have to go through some hoops, technically, to make sure that they'll be eligible to race. They have to do two laps, uh, two consecutive laps of greater than 130 miles per hour in either of the two test sessions on Friday or Saturday. So as long as they're able to do two laps, they should be able to do that pretty easily. It would be interesting if they could do something like Formula One, where there's an hour of open water, the boats are on the water, and they collect those times to still give away points in seating. Maybe that's something they'll do in the future. And qualifying seems always seems to be so important in the Gold Cup. Uh, it seems like boats are... Always pushing it to the extremes for the Gold Cup, the biggest race of the year. So it's kind of a bummer as a fan perspective. But in the big scheme of things, we want to see some great racing. And to get that, boats need to get on the water. Boats need opportunities to test. So hopefully this allows the teams to put on a better show in those four flights of heats in that final heat on Sunday. Other than that, it seems to be a, a standard Gold Cup format. And there's some things I want to bring to attention but to do that, I think let's go through each team, talk about how their presence in the Gold Cup in Gunnersville, 
and maybe talk a little bit more about what we can expect from them this year and some predictions with that as well. Now, for the Gold Cup, this weekend we're going to have seven teams uh, for sure. We thought we are going to have some more teams show up. We were hoping that Graham Trucking was going to be there and have a, an even eight, but it looks like it's only seven for the Gold Cup, which we've seen before. Last year we had a total of seven boats as well, so it's nothing new. In 1986, they actually had seven boats show up there as well, so it's nothing new for the sport. Wish I could say there's going to be more boats there, but again, we're going for quality over quantity this year because the seven teams that are going to be there are all high caliber teams that have a, a true shot to win the Gold Cup this year. We're going to see the U1 Home Street Bank, U3 Griggs Ace, the U8 The Try, the U9 Lynx Healthcare, we'll see the U11 Limited Racing Group, we'll see the U40 Beacon Plumbing, and the U91 Goodman Real Estate. So seven boats on the field this year. And let's talk a little bit about each team. So the U1 Home Street Bank, Defending champion of the Gold Cup, defending high points champion, has a really good strong chance for this. Jimmy Shane, he won last year. It was in Madison, different race course. Not doesn't quite have that river vibe, that treacherous first turn. Not gonna have that this year. So it'd be interesting to see a two and a half mile course on a faster course, I believe, than Madison, how they'll do this year. They're gonna have their number one boat there, uh, which is a, a which is lightning quick in, in qualifying. A few weeks ago over in Tri-Cities, they did a lap of 166.257 miles per hour on the Columbia River. That boat will probably prefer um, the, the lake in Alabama over the river in Madison. So look for some quick times from that team. And Jimmy Shane, he's been collecting gold cups. He's the second active driver to have his most gold cups. He's has five to his name. You know that team's gonna be putting everything they have to win this thing. So it'll be inter interesting to see how that the race unfolds for them because it seems, <clears throat> in years past, it seems like they throw everything they have at the Gold Cup. So look for some fast laps with this team. But on Sunday, you expect to see them up front. That's for sure. Now next, uh, the U3, Cooper, uh, the old Cooper's Express, the Cooper's Racing Team, the Piston Packer, Turbocharged Allison, uh, Big Red, the Turbinator, we haven't seen them outside of Tri-Cities in many, many years. Um, they've been only going to run race, run race a season for the past few years. And we last saw them last year at the Columbia Cup in 2021. So this boat hasn't been on the water in almost a year. Um, they haven't gotten any testing done. But they have been showing a lot of work on their preparation on their engines and their hull. They're ready to go. It'll be, it'll be fun to see them out in the water. You know they'll give it their all. Hopefully they can last through the four flights of heats and put on a good showing in the final heat. The past few years, it's been they've had to pull out of the race early, sometimes hull damage, sometimes motor damage. But their driver, Jimmy King, always puts on a good show. Great driver. And that's a fan favorite. Thanks to Charlie Griggs with stepping up and getting the sponsorship to the U3 and getting the team out to another event. Hopefully we'll see them back in Tri-Cities a few weeks later at the end of July. It'd be nice to see them run more than once a year. But um, as I said before, each one of these teams has a legitimate shot to win the race. Don't be surprised if you see 
uh, Jimmy King put on some shenanigans in the final heat and find his way to that first turn first and see if he can hold off the field. It'll be fun to see them on the water. Uh, then we have the U8 and the U9 strong racing team. Now, this is one of the teams, I know all the teams do work in the offseason. The strong racing team has a, has a great presence on social media. They've been sharing a lot of the work they had to do over the offseason. I think for this this team, this two-boat team, they finished the year well. I'm, I'm holding back on not saying strong and everything. And I, I hate that pun. Yeah, the strong team is, is being strong. But... I don't think they really broke much on the hulls. They had to, it looked like it was minimal hull maintenance for the for the team. Uh, I know some other teams like the the Graham Trucking had some pretty extensive damage they had to repair from that prop they broke, but not the U8, not the U9. On social media, it looked like they were ready to go a few months ago. Uh, everything was repainted, got lots of spare parts. They're ready to go for the Gold Cup. They went out and tested. Uh, over in Tri-Cities, they didn't put on the hottest lap times. Uh, I believe the U8, the Tri, did a lap of 157.945. That was their fastest lap in, in testing a few weeks ago over in Tri-Cities. And the U9, Blake's Healthcare, did a 159.812 miles per hour. I think the, the U9 is a little bit better boat in qualifying in some of the events. But you have some of the top drivers there. Uh, JMK and Corey Peabody. They're really good at airing out the boats. But don't let those qualifying times fool you. Don't let those testing times fool you. There's a lot a lot of things they can change. It's going to be a fast course for them. They, the U8 won the race last year. JMK won the race. It was the first race for, for Strong Racing. Won it. Corey Peabody was a top qualifier last year in Gunnersville at 158.623. So they're going to do well. I think last year, one thing that hurt the U9 was they didn't have all the spare parts they needed. They have that this year. They're going to be ready. And it'll be fun to see what they can put on for the show. Now, the U12 Graham Trucking Team, they it seemed like they were ready to go for the Gunnersville, hit the East Coast swing, and do the full, the full circuit this year, as they did last year up until they broke a prop in Tri-Cities. Not sh quite sure what's going on with this team. They they pulled out of the event for Gu the Gold Cup in Gunnersville. They pulled out of Madison. I'm hoping that we'll see them in Tri Cities, but uh, I'm not I'm not quite sure <laughs> what what the, uh, the thought process is there. I think there's some more more to behind the scenes than we know. So unfortunately, we won't see them, and we won't see Andrew Tate. Um, at the Gold Cup, won't see them in Madison, but I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, we'll see them in Tri-Cities um, so we can have another team on the circuit. Uh, well, the U11, we will see them there at, at uh, the Gold Cup. Uh, they don't have a title sponsor this year. They're running as a U11 Unlimited Racing Group. The beautiful Chartreuse and Blue, U11, Jamie Nielsen's back. Uh, they always put on a good show. The team runs a little conservative because I think they run on a lower budget, but with the Gold Cup, everyone puts everyone everything on the table. Most teams don't hold back. I know Jamie Nielsen's a fantastic driver and gets the most out of his equipment. I believe a couple years ago we saw him that this team break the 160 mark down in San Diego. So this this boat, this team has the equipment in there to surprise some people. So this could be the dark horse for the Gold Cup. It would be fun to see them get finally get a victory. 
All right, next next team, the bucket list racing, the U40, Beacon Plumbing. They're they're going to be there. I think this is the most determined team out of anyone in the field this year. They went to both events, uh, exhibition events in Vancouver and Tri Cities. Visually, you can see some changes on the boat. The uh, left sponson kind of tear ducts more down. There's some more aerodynamics features done on there. Some drop sponson. There's a downforce tab that goes horizontally down the cockpit. You can see that. Similar to some of the, I believe the Indy cars have, have that on their windshields. Um, there's an additional wing on the left sponsor. I've never seen that before. And Kelly Sockland and Dave Vilwak, they're innovators in the sport. Everyone knows that. So I'm sure it, those are some pretty easy picks that we noticed <laughs> on the boats. I'm sure there's some more going on there on the team. I'm sure there's some more innovations. They're fighting some speed with that hull. They did a 154.619 in Vancouver, which was easily, I think, 12 miles an hour faster than any other team there. And they were second fastest in Tri-Cities at 164.504 miles per hour. Boat's going fast. Dave is a master of flying the boat. I think for this team, they're happy it's not in Madison, Indiana this year. That is the Gold Cup. Last year, they had a fast boat. I think the river beat them a little bit and they weren't able to be up front like they wanted to so i think this team is happy they're in gunnersville some fast water over there so this is a team i would say this is one of two teams i would pick for this weekend to win i would say Vilwalk and the beacon plumbing is either going to get the victory or it's going to be jimmy shane in the home street bank now, Vilwak, he has 10 uh, Gold Cup victories to his name. He's only one victory behind Chip Hanauer. Chip is, uh, has 11 victories, Gold Cup victories. He has the most Gold Cup victories out of any active driver. And you know Dave wants one more to tie and possibly two to get in front of Chip Hanauer. So this team is determined. They're going to do everything that they can to win. So I just can't wait to see this final heat on Sunday. It's going to be so much fun. All right, one more team uh, that's going to be there and present in Gunnersville, the U91 Goodman Real Estate. This is the older boat of the two for the Miss Madison racing team. Uh, Jeff Bernard's back in the cockpit. Last year, he put on a great show, and I thought he was going to have that thing won. Got the inside, had an almost perfect start, was just maybe a sponsor over, over the line, the, the starting line, and um, put on a hell of a show. Did everything he could as a driver to win that thing. A great driver, Jeff Bernard. They ran, they tested this boat down in Vancouver. They did a 142.011. Uh, this boat won the Gold Cup last year when it was in Madison. So it was a good running boat on the rough water. Didn't quite have enough last year in Gunnersville to win. But this, this team has a great shot at winning the Gold Cup again. So can't wait for Sunday. All right, I know there's a few, few other teams out there. Uh, and noticing from the soft season, the U21, they were over in the testing in Tri-Cities a few weeks ago. They did a 159.061. I think they, they turned some heads with that team, um, not running for a couple years, coming back out with their new boat and doing a pretty some pretty fast laps. Uh, Brian Perkins was excited to get back in the cockpit this year. Some, some rumors going around that team um, from some pretty good sources saying that they actually won't be racing this year. They're going to uh, park the boat until next year uh, when they can get some a few things in line. I think the, the team is eager to get out there, but they're going to take this take one more year 
to kind of reset some things uh, and hopefully get Brian back out there for a couple more races next year. And uh, maybe might see Gunnar O'Farrell back in the cockpit again and do some heat racing. That would be pretty cool to see. So unfortunately we won't see them this year, but hopefully they can get everything together and we'll see them out strong next year. And also the Detroit team, it's, everything's been pretty quiet from there. I know COVID really restricted that team because I think most of their crew members are up in Canada and the, the border being closed. So I don't know how much work is being done, but that seems like things are pretty quiet from that team. Dave Bardish has quite a few boats in his collection, his Navy. Love to see him out there. I think I know Brett Hall was named one of the backup drivers for that two-boat racing team. Uh, love to see him out and get a shot in the Limiteds. Not sure if we'll be able to see them out this year. Hopefully they'll get their acts together and we can see them again next year. And then uh, Charlie Wiggins down in Alabama. He's been one of the teams that has a strong social media presence as well. They've been working hard on their boat uh, to build basically a brand new, brand new hull, brand new hydroplane. Uh, looks like last they've been working on putting their decks on. And there's a lot left of that, that hull, a lot left for that hydroplane to be finished. We're not going to see that out there this weekend. I know he would love to have that boat uh, out there at his home race, represent Alabama for the Gold Cup. But they're working hard on it. They were hoping to get out this year. I'm not sure if we'll, that'll be a reality. But you know we'll see them out there next year full-time. And with that team, it looks like they're doing some kind of cool innovations with their, their deck lines and some streamlines and, and how they're building that. So it'll be fun to see a new boat out there. See them on the circuit again. All right. Well, who do you think is going to win the Gold Cup this year? A lot of great names will be there. We've got some great talent and drivers. We've got Jimmy Shane, J. Michael Kelly, Corey Peabody, Jimmy King, Dave Vilwalk, Jeff Bernard, Jimmy Nielsen, some fast boats. But thinking about those teams, I'm going to make some bold predictions here. I'll coincide it with my deck-to-deck -deck picks. If you're not familiar with deck-to-deck, -deck, take a listen back to episode 86 last week. Where I interviewed Hydra Dan, talked about the Hydra Fantasy League called deck-to-deck, -deck, which you can still join um, look in the bio for this episode. You'll find another link for um, Deck to Deck, and you'll find a link for my group, Rich Tell Talk Podcast, within the Deck to Deck Fantasy League. So hopefully you can join us, have some fun tracking the racing this year. But there's really two front runners I see for the Gold Cup this weekend. I think it's either going to be Jimmy Shane or Dave Vilock. And then I know those are the easy picks, as they are the top two drivers for active wins in the Gold Cups. Jimmy Shane won last year. Dave Vilock has 10 to his name. But as I said before, that U40 Beacon Plumbing team is determined. They're, they've got some cool innovations they're trying out. And they're really putting all their efforts into the one team this year. They're not running their other boat, the 440, because they want to have a really solid and stellar year. They have a great shot to winning it. The other team has to be U1, Home Street Bank. They won last year. They seem to have things figured out in the Gold Cup to make sure they're in the final and put themselves in a good spot to win. So hopefully you get your picks in with Deck to Deck. Let us know in the comments on Facebook, Instagram, social media, who you think is going to win this weekend. It's going to be a fun race. Hopefully you can be there in person or watch the streaming online. It's going to be some fast laps, and I think we're going to have one fun final heat to watch on Sunday. All right. Well, next week I'm going to be traveling, so we're not going to have an episode to recap the Gold Cup. 
or talk about Madison. But I do want to talk about one thing that's going to be fun for the Madison race, which is July 1st to 3rd. They're going to be trying out a different racing format for this. So they're actually going to be having kind of like a dual shootout on Saturday, which is a, this is a, this is a great idea. This is going to give more racing, more boats on the water, more opportunities for racing for, on Saturday. So let's let's listen in what their, their plan is here. So it says... The H1 board has approved a new race format that will be used in a semi-feature event on Saturday at the Madison Regatta, and which may be used at other race sites this season, called a match race format, or showdown. Ooh, I like that showdown. That's a cool one. The showdown idea was developed to provide racing fans with something different, and with time between races kept to a minimum, an event that will provide fans with a continuous action. Showdown. The new format will include a series of two-boat match races of two laps each, a last-chance heat, and a final heat of three laps. Showdown. The pairings for the match races will be determined by qualifying speed. So I love how they're doing that with qualifying, so putting another level and a necessity for qualifying, uh, because years past, we haven't really seen the need for qualifying other than making sure you can enter the race and getting some bonus points. They used to seed boats in the, into the heats with that. So it's fun that they're going to seed them with this one. All right, showdown. All right, with the six boats expected at the Madison, the third fastest qualifier will be matched with the sixth fastest, the second fastest with the fifth, and the fastest qualifier matched with the fourth fastest. The boat with the slower qualifying speed will start from the inside lane. Showdown. Well, that's cool. I like how they're not doing the first qualifier with a sixth qualifier because that would just be a blowout on the water, right? So kind of making sure that there is some priority for uh, top qualifier to be with a slower seed, but not quite as as um, as bad as as the sixth seed. Inside lane will be the slower, slower qualifier, okay? Uh, each race will be two laps in length. Winner of each match race will be placed into the final heat. Showdown. A three-minute gun will be used to keep the time between races. A three-minute gun. Okay. So the time between races will be kept to a minimum. So this will go pretty quick. The loser of each of those match races will be then entered into a last-chance heat of two laps, but with a five-minute gun. Showdown. The winner of that race will also be placed into the final. Showdown. So the four boats in the final heat will then compete a three-lap race to determine the winner of the showdown event. Showdown. doesn't say if there'll be... Oh, there's more. Points towards the national standings also will be awarded. The winner of each match race will receive 400 points. The second place finisher will receive 300. Railer points will also be awarded for the final heat. First going 400, 300 to second, 225 for third, and 169 for fourth. Points will also be awarded for the last chance heat. Showdown. But will be used based on the placings below the number of boats to compete in the final. Showdown. In other words, the six participants in the event, and if all four boats in the final finish, the second place finisher in the last chance heat will be awarded 127, and then third place finisher will get 95. Awesome new idea, showdown. Love the showdown. I think that's going to be an awesome event. It reminds us of races in the past, I think in the 90s in Phoenix, Arizona, they had showdowns because they can only hit, they were raced on basically a, a large pool. They can only fit two boats on the water. This is great. More racing on the more boats on the water. More racing for Saturday. Hopefully, we'll see this 
that'd be cool to see this over in Tri-Cities or Seattle or San Diego have some different uh, style of racing. Love to see this. Showdown. Hopefully you're a fan of the showdown. Mm, that's, that's fun. I'm looking forward to that. Showdown. All right, final word. Make sure you, if you haven't done so, make sure, go on to Deck to Deck. It's deck to deck.us. Create an account and join the Fantasy League for this year. Give it a try. It's fun to, to track the boats and see how your picks do against your friends. And again, remember, in the link, there's a link in the bio for this episode so you can join Deck to Deck. You can join the group. Please join our group, Richdale Talk Podcast, and join us so you can kind of join the fun and tracking the racing this year. Let's just hope for a, a clean, fun, and safe Gold Cup this weekend. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our episode. Make sure you come back next week to listen to our next episode. We release new episodes every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player, as well as rate and review your experience. For more updates on Hydro News, check us out on social media. We're on the major players, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Richard Talk is also online with our website, www.richardtailtalk.com. On the website, you can sign up for an email subscription list to get notifications on upcoming episodes, Hydro News, podcast updates, and much, much more. Finally, this is a free podcast to all of our listeners. And if you're really enjoying your experience and want to help us to continue to grow and expand, please donate. You can find a link to donate through PayPal on our website through the support tab. So until next time, I hope to see you at the races. Showdown.